Jano Radio. Jano Radio. Hey, Tigger, it's Tigger. We are online 24-7. All of these I'm feeling like Addy, better than everybody, not feeling nobody. We can't trust nobody. The monitor like me in Illuminati. What's I represent the channel? Channel Radio, the maddest, the baddest, the artist radio station.
Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Days After Dark. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. We have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you have your wine, rosé, brandy, or cognac, whatever your preference is. Let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Sonet, Rosolo, and Marlon. Of course, I'm always grateful that they're on this journey with me. Truly appreciate you all. And of course, you know, I got to do my check-in. So let me go ahead and pause, Rihanna, just for a little bit. And I know Marlon is running a little late. He did say, you know, he's got to finish up some stuff and then he'll be here. So right now I have Rosolo and Sunette with me. Rosolo, how are you doing? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm doing well. Um <laughs> tired as always but i'm doing well i'm having a good week so far it's monday right yeah so so far so good so, so far, far so, so good. good one down I got, in. I got a nap in oh awesome mm-hmm. yes so i'm doing well thank you one down four more to go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah so we're gonna look at the glasses half full and not half empty right we're, we're getting there Absolutely. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. So no complaints from me. No complaints from me. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you were able to get a nap. I tried to get one. Wasn't too successful, but you know what? I'm all right. I'll be all right. I am high off of life. <laughs> well, I couldn't. Life had nothing to give. Life was on E. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, all right. So I, I had to take a nap. I had to take, and you know, I'm not a napper. I don't I know. take naps during no. the day but i i called you and i'm like i have to lay down i, I just have to lay down. i think it's a family sickness because your aunt is like that too but anyway yeah. <laughs> thank you so much rosola always a pleasure indeed miss annette how are you doing i know you have no homework you're right i don't have tv time <laughs> but um yeah i'm good hi Marlon. um i am well um Sorry, just put um, lettuce in my mouth. That's all right. Um, but yeah, just here, got home. Um, I have some stuff to cook tonight. But other than that, I'll be here listening and um, joining in. Of course. I'm always looking forward to Sunette's, um contribution because she knows how to give me a reality check a lot of times. And I truly appreciate that. Yeah, love it. Marlon, thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. How are you doing? How's how's life? How's work? How's everything? Uh, my time is very precious, so you gotta pay <laughs> me some my time. Okay. Very precious, precious, precious. So. <sighs> you sure? Are check. you sure that's the road you want to go down, Marlon? We talk about cut oh, that yeah. check. Okay. You ready for yeah, that? Yeah. You ready for that conversation? Okay. Yeah, so you want me to put your business out there? You can put it out there. I don't care, buddy. You need to cut my. I'm very. I'm a. My time. Time. <laughs> time. Woo! But I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, do you know how much you owe me? Mm. So, huh? let me. Let me Nothing. just. Since you want to take it down that road, this is a conversation. Okay, right, mod- oh, you ready to back it All up right. now? 
Yeah, you could take it on there. It's cool. No big deal. Let, let, let's see what you got, because I know what I got too, but you know. <laughs> but it's all good. I think you owe me more than I'll ever owe you. And that's all I'm going to say. A man will Anyways, always be indebted what? to a woman. That's that's not true, but um, <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep it going. PG right? thirteen. Nah, but we are. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm glad I'm here to you know to join in, have fun with everyone. You know, lovely people in the room. So I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your precious day, evening, night to be with us. Thank you so much to Chief and Stubborn for passing through for coming in and supporting us always appreciate you all hope you all had a wonderful day as well to all our listeners out there on qmcradio.com and johnnoradio.com hope you also had a wonderful day monday was a it's the start of a new week hope you were able to make some plans and set some goals and hopefully by friday you're able to look back and say yes i got it done right uh if you missed any previous episodes no worries the replays are available on janoradio.com and for our clubhouse crew past episodes are in the days after dark club tonight we're wanting to know i need to turn my rihanna back on tonight we're wanting to know the science or not behind cheating why do people cheat here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. We also have in a days with Rosola and Marlon. We changed up the show a little bit. We made just a minor adjustment. You'll see. Stay tuned. If you're in a relationship or looking to get into a relationship or trying to get out of a relationship, well, you're pretty much in the right place. We're going to be right back after this to get the show and the conversation going. You're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, 
and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us and don't forget to share the space as well. I'm your host Moments and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat, Rose Solo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. Oh, what keeps me satisfied? Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. So far, we heard Rihanna take a bow. Sam Smith, I'm not the only one, and now we're listening to Rihanna again. Love the way you lie. Tonight's conversation is all about cheating. We're wanting to know the science or not behind cheating. Why do people cheat? Well, according to a post on Google dated May 4, 2021, there were some participants who admitted to cheating in their relationship and answered the question at the root of the mystery. Why did you do it? An analysis revealed eight key reasons. Anger, self-esteem, lack of love, low commitment, need for variety, neglect, sexual desire, and situation or circumstance. And of course, here at Days After Dark, we're always coming with a little research. We don't just utter. <laughs> we always try to dig a little deeper, get below the surface a little more to get a deeper understanding. So I hope we all will be able to get some insight and have some unanswered questions, you know, actually answered tonight. So scientificamerican.com says cheating, it's the ultimate relationship violation and a, and a notorious relationship killer. A favorite gossiping pastime, the phenomenon is frequently discussed but difficult to study. The goal is to avoid getting caught, so why confess infidelity in the name of science? That's interesting. But scientists can offer us new insight on a topic often shrouded in stigma and mystery. As researchers have recently demonstrated, cheating is rarely a simple affair. There are many reasons why people cheat, and the patterns are more complex than most or common stereotypes suggest. A fascinating new study sheds some light on these motivations, right? And those motivations that we just listed... Anger, self-esteem, lack of love, low commitment, need for variety, neglect, sexual desire, and situation or circumstance. All right. So the investigation included 495 people, 87.9% of whom identified as heterosexual, who were recruited through a participant pool at a large U.S. university and through Reddit message boards with relationship themes. As stated earlier, the participants admitted to cheating in their relationship and answered the question at the root of the mystery. Why did you do it? The motivations listed earlier not only influenced why people cheated, but how long they did so. Their sexual enjoyment, their emotional investment in the affair, and whether their primary relationship ended as a result. So I'm going to ask the audience a question. Do you think cheating is only about the 
physical interaction. Anybody wants? No. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Sunette. Because a lot of people feel that it's just about sex. No, not at all. I couldn't get to my mic. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely no. I can cheat with somebody and never have sex with them. ScientificAmerican.com goes on to say that though most cheating involves sex, it is rarely just about sex itself. Most participants felt some form of emotional attachment to their affair partner, but it was significantly more common in those who reported suffering from neglect or lack of love in their primary relationship. Around two-thirds of participants admitted to expressing affection toward their new partner, and about the same proportion, 61.2%, engaged in sexually explicit dialogue with them. Roughly 4 out of 10 had intimate conversations, while 1 in 10 said, I love you. Those who reported feeling less connected to their primary partner experienced greater emotional intimacy in the affair, perhaps as a way of fulfilling that need. Similarly, when infidelity was linked to lack of love, individuals found the experience more intellectually and emotionally satisfying. So back to my question, do you think cheating is only about the physical interaction? And so far, the consensus is no. And I stand on that. Have any of you ever found yourself, thinking back now, let's think back, found yourself cheating on your partner with someone you work with? Take it in mind, some of us got to think way back. You know what, you know, Marlon? We got to go way back. Are you but, talking about um, yourself, Marlon? Because you cheat yeah. every day. <laughs> All day, every day. All day, every day. Wow. Hello. Good evening. Hi, Ms. Javette. It's been like this. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever cheated with someone, on someone, with someone you work with? So I'll, yeah. I'll be honest. I, um, I had a work relationship where I was very close to the person. Um very, very close to the person, closer to the person than I was um, in my marriage. So for me, the answer would be yes. Yeah. Um, I knew yeah. at the time I was becoming, you know, forming a bond with this person. I had totally distanced myself from the marriage at the time. So for me, yes, it, the person, you know, in a work environment, it's already stressful. I'm not making excuses. My work environment is already stressful. So when you can laugh things off and you have someone that, you know, understands the culture and the environment. You can like, joke about your kids. So I was drawn in, but the reason I was drawn in is because I lacked so much um, within myself and within the marriage, but mostly within myself, because I know that had I had more confidence in myself and had I been more, had I been a stronger person, um, the person I am now uh, would never in indulge or engage in that type of situation. I was, I was, you know, not the same. I'm not the same person anymore. So I grew from that and I had to learn from it. But the answer is yeah, yes, unfortunately. Yeah. And it can happen without you even realizing it's happening. And it's easy to happen when you think about it. Because 
you spend more of your awake hours with the people you work with in the office, if you're going into an office setting. And it can happen in, when you least expect it. You find that, you know, you're going in the morning, you're having conversation. You always have to check in with the person or the person has to check in with you. Lunchtime, you go to lunch together. Breaks, you take that together. And you find that you start sharing bits and pieces of yourself about your life, even your family, to the point where you feel as though you're a part of their family and they are a part of your family. And some might say, well, no, it's not cheating. Well, think a little deeper. If you go to work and the person is not there, they called out, or you don't see them there right away, as you normally would, what feelings are you getting inside? Are you feeling anxious? Are you getting butterflies? Are you worrying about them? Are you having the same feelings for them that you're having for your partner? Do you find that you're enjoying them more then you're enjoying your partner, spending time talking to them more than you're talking to your partner. Are you talking to them about things? Are you having conversations that should about topics that really should be with your partner and not about this person? Do you th- Yeah, but it, it depends on the type of partner you have too. Because your partner, if your partner is not one of the partner where um, both of you have a good chemistry together, um, and you find somebody you can talk with and, you know, at work and you find you got a good chemistry with that person, you will end up telling, you know, talk to that person more than your partner. Because at the end of the day, we all have stuff on our, you know, we need to you know, sometimes talk about. And if your partner is not the one to listen to you, you're going to want to, if you find, you're not, it's not like you're going there to look for someone, but someone might, you know, sit with you as you at lunch or you see the person every day and you just start talking out of, out of the blue and realize in your mind that like, me and this person have a, wow, this person is cool. I could talk to him about anything, you know. So it depends on the chemistry you have with your partner as well. So, so yeah. could we classify that, Marlon, as emotional cheating? Uh, yeah, yes, I, I don't see why not. Yes, we can, we can. Good evening. Good evening, Go, ahead, Javette. Go right ahead, Javette. I think it's only emotional cheating if the phone calls happen after work or if the phone calls come late at night. But during the work week, I'm getting a red bar. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we're hearing you. We're hearing you. Uh, oh, okay. During the work week. Okay, now you're out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can you? Yeah, okay, try I'll again. Come. Yeah. No, go ahead. Try again. Try again. Um, I was saying, I think it's only emotional cheating if the calls are coming late at night and the work partner doesn't respect that you're at home now with your family 
But during the week, I think we all have people at work we connect with, may it be man or woman. I don't think it has to be emotional cheating unless you have a physical attraction to that person. Okay. All right. Interesting. So, uh -uh. according. I disagree. Uh, yeah, I, I, I disagree. But go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Who, who was going to oh. go next? Kalisha, go right ahead. Like, um, you can have a physical attraction and relation without the emotional attachment. Likewise, you can have the emotional attachment without the physical involved. And I don't think emotionally it has to include the person calling after hours. It's really the parts of you that you share with this individual that you hide from your partner at home. To me, most things are cheating when you can't be upfront about it with your partner at home. So yeah, you're not going to call me because I'm at home and probably you have your family too. But the excitement that I feel coming in to see you every day and I can't wait to leave from my partner to come to you to tell you about him and how he annoys me and to share parts of him that I know I'm not supposed to be sharing with other people. That's that's emotional cheating. We may never actually get sexual or anything physically, right. but it's kind of the peace that I find with this person that I no longer find with my partner and how open I am with sharing private parts of me and about my partner with this other person that makes you cheating. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read something, but who wants to go before I read it? I don't think I have to say anything else. Kalisha said it just about what I was thinking. Um and not necessarily about your partner or that just things that you share that you would share with your partner or someone else you're in a, in a romantic relationship with that you wouldn't just talk to your coworker about. I think that's emo that's any anything that's so deeper than surface and you're like excited to see this person every day, mm -hmm. that's that's emotional cheating in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah. I'm done there. Thank you, ladies. So I'm gonna read a uh, paragraph or two from mindbodygreen.com. What is emotional cheating? Emotional cheating is a particular type of secretive, sustained closeness with someone who is not your primary partner. It's one person making a unilateral decision to cultivate non-sexual intimacy with someone other than their primary romantic partner in a way that weakens or undermines the relationship. Many see this type of connection as having an erotic component to it, though there often can be an underlying romantic or erotic energy in emotional cheating, it can also occur without the element of romance or eroticism present. The, the author wrote, I've worked with couples who feel emotionally cheated on by partners who share too much with friends, work colleagues, or even family members, people with whom there is no romantic frisson whatsoever. Nonetheless, they have experienced it as emotional cheating because their partners have engaged in an inappropriately deep, sustained closeness with someone else in a way that excluded them. I've even talked to people who feel their partner is emotionally cheating on them with a therapist. Because this type of cheating can look healthy from the outside, it can be hard to name and confront. Non-erotic emotional cheating, a powerful spiritual friendship 
with a pastor or teacher, an idealized mentor with whom we have an ongoing passionate email exchange about poetry or art, flattering DMs from a well-known business coach on Instagram that have been getting increasingly personal, the advent of the internet and the abundance of ways to connect with people all over the world has opened up the number of channels available for different forms of cheating to take place outside of a primary relationship. So there you have it. This supports um, my train of thought. It supports Kalisha. It supports Sunette's, um expressions as well. And this is what I feel because I was going to, and I'm glad it brought up the point that friends, family, emotional cheating goes beyond, right? It can be anybody else that you are drawn to that you're sharing intimate details. And intimate doesn't necessarily mean sex, but you know, intimate things about. Yeah. What happened, Shelly? You're, you're muted just now. I'm not muted unless somebody muted me. I'm not muted. Are you hearing me? We couldn't. We hear you now, but couldn't okay. hear you before. I have. I see what's happening. The red bar. I have the red bar. Um, what was the last thing you heard me say? Nothing. You didn't hear the article. I don't remember it now. I gotta start over. Marlon. It was about. It was about the <laughs> deep connection with with a some a, a minister or a business partner. Okay, so that was the last part you heard. Okay, yeah, it's the red bar. I do apologize, everyone. Let me, let me say that again. So, because this, t so you know what, for Marlon's sake. Now you see why, Marlon. Emotional cheating is a particular type of secretive, sustained closeness with someone who isn't your primary partner. The, the minute you're not hearing me, just somebody say, not hearing you. It's one person making a unilateral decision to cultivate non-sexual intimacy with someone other than their primary romantic partner in a way that weakens or undermines the relationship. Many see this type of connection as having an erotic component to it. Though there often can be an underlying romantic or erotic energy in emotional cheating, it can also occur without the element of romance or eroticism present. The author wrote, I've worked with couples who feel emotionally cheated on by partners who share too much with friends work colleagues, or even family members, people with whom there is no romantic frisson whatsoever. Nonetheless, they have experienced it as emotional cheating because their partners have engaged in an inappropriately deep, sustained closeness with someone else in a way that excluded them. I've even talked to people who feel their partner is emotionally cheating on them with a therapist. Because this type of cheating can look healthy from the outside, it can be hard to name and confront. Non-erotic emotional cheating, a powerful spiritual friendship with a pastor or teacher, an idealized mentor with whom you have an ongoing passionate email exchange about poetry or art, flattering DMs from a well-known business coach on Instagram that have been getting increasingly personal, the advent of the internet and the abundance of ways to connect with people all over the world has opened up the number of channels available 
for different forms of cheating to take place outside of a primary relationship. So I was going to, I was saying that, and I'm, I'm not sure if you heard this part, but I was saying that I'm glad they brought up the other extensions, right? Pastor, teacher, even family. How many, and it, it involves emotional cheating. How many of us have our girlfriends or our guy friends that we will share things with them that we will never share with our partners? I don't see anything wrong with that. So you're saying as a human being, you're not supposed to have a confidant, someone that you can tell things to whether you're married or not? The, you can have a confidant, but I think if you're in a relationship, that person should be your confidant. But then in this article, they're saying that people felt some type of way when their significant other had a um, therapist mm -hmm. or a priest. That sounds like jealousy to me. That doesn't sound like cheating. You know what could make them feel, let me use the word insecure. You know what could make them feel insecure and feel that they're being cheated on, Javette? And you can tell me if I'm wrong, right? Um, so let us say I'm going to my therapist and I'm always, every conversation Marlon and I were having, I'm constantly bringing up, oh, my therapist, oh, my therapist, oh, Dr. So-and-so said this, Dr. So-and-so said that. And then it gets to a point where, why am I always, he might be saying, why am I always hearing this man's name or this woman's name or everything? Oh, Sunet said, Sunet said, Sunet, 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 Sunet. And all he can hear all day long is Sunet. And he's going to be like, okay, what the heck is going on with you and Sunet? So I think that may be where it's coming from because it's easy for people to keep referencing another party in their relationship and then make the person feel, oh, so you seem to talk to Javed a lot. Okay. Because everything is just Javed. That's the only name I seem to hear. What's going on? I think that's, I think it's, that may be it. That's my interpretation. And I may be wrong. I don't know if it makes sense. So Marlon, are you tired of hearing Rosolo? Rosolo said, Rosolo, <laughs> just playing, just playing. <laughs> Woo! You dragged into this. You can't, you can't get out of this one. Well, Solo, I can't hear your sexy voice. I don't know what's going on, oh, but you, you're so far away. How's that? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, good. There you go. Did you say you're drinking water and minding your own That's business? What she said. I'm in my corner drinking water and minding my business. How did I get dragged in? I don't know. What <laughs> well, you're in it now. So <laughs> you're in it now. You're in it now. Hi, but, Marlon. Um, uh, did my explanation make any sense, Javette? I don't know. No, it does make sense. I'll say uh, for me, it made sense. Uh, because it it makes sense, but I still think that's uh, insecurity. You think so? Right. so yeah. Okay. I, I agree with Javet here. I think it's a thin line. It's a thin, thin line. Um, 
because uh, I, I, I understand the need to have a friendship in your partner, I get it. But a lot of people also need to have a confidant outside of your partner. Because ideally, we should be able to share ourselves purely, as raw as we come with our partners. But realistically, it doesn't always happen. Because in the middle of an argument, I can want to look at my husband and be like, how did I marry this piece of shit? <laughs> I'm being honest here, but I wouldn't say that to him. Because I cannot go back to correct that. I know that's not how I genuinely feel. But in the moment in the anger, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And I would dare to mention that to him because I can never correct what was said. But I can call my girlfriend and be like, God, this piece of shit. Not saying this happened, but I'm just saying, when you have a safe person, you can vent with the person doesn't hold it and they know that you just want to let it out, right? So the friendship is not necessarily an emotional attachment to your confidant. It's not emotional in the sense that I want to be with this person mm-hmm. or I can't wait to get to tell you this. It's just in the moment I need an avenue to express parts of me that until I've subdued my anger, I cannot, I'm not yet able to express it to him. Right? As it relates to the therapist part of it, you're supposed to tell your therapist everything. You go to therapy because it's one of the places that you're supposed to feel the safest, expressing yourself in the purest form. Not because the person is your friend, but because by law, they cannot share the information. Mm-hmm. It's a safe space. So if a partner is feels some type of way about you and, and what you're telling your therapist, that is insecurity. And if it is that as a, as a friend, you share every detail with your confidant about your partner, there's a lack of boundaries. Ah, glad you brought that up, Kelisha. Because yeah. I was going to ask you the question. Here's my question, and let me put it out there. Do you feel that in calling your girlfriend and say, I, I can't believe I married this piece of shit, or complaining to somebody else about something that has happened in your relationship, aren't you in some way, shape, or form allowing that person to lose respect for your partner, though? It can, depending on the friend that you have. So you have to choose your friends wisely. I mean, I personally have a friend, I'm, I'm my best friend. She has called me and she's vent about her husband multiple times. But I've always maintained the fact that she just wants to vent. Okay. Doesn't change my view of him. I mean, there are certain lines, oh my God, did he hit you? Then yeah, I hate the man. But <laughs> those things, the usual, oh my God, and this happened and we argued about this. It's just like, it's really, when she comes to me, it's just, Kalisha, I need a third voice because I know you're going to tell me if I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And it's just like, let her vent. Get it out. And then some days it's just, yeah, um, you know what? I can see where you would feel this way about that. Talk to him about it. Usually mm-hmm. that's my approach when it's something I feel like he's wrong. But I'm not going to say to her, he's wrong. Right. right? I don't want to get into people in marriage. I'd be like, yeah, I can see why you feel this way, but talk to him about it. But in the moment when we talk and I think she's wrong, she's my friend and I said to her, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. Because that's safer. I can deal with that. But I don't want to get into planting seeds in mm-hmm. her head about her husband being wrong or right. I would just say, I feel he's wrong, but it's not for me. So I was like, yeah, man, talk to him again. But again, I maintain the fact that she just wants to vent and I would prefer her come to me Mm -hmm. angry rather than say something disrespectful to her husband in the moment and Mm -hmm. damage the marriage because you can't go back and correct it right 
And I appreciate that response, um, Kalisha. And I wish more people were of that feeling, right? And because a lot of times people share things with their friends, right? And um, their friends are not as forgiving. When you will turn around and forgive your partner for something he may have said or done, and you have shared the incident with your friend, the friend, some, a lot of friends are not as forgiving. And they're like, what are you still doing with him? Why are you leaving him? And if something else happens, if something else should happen and you go to them again, the first thing they're doing is bringing up what was said to them. And I've seen that happen so many times. What they're doing moments is they're trying to solve your relationship problem for you. I don't want to solve your problem, girl. <laughs> I have my own problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> friend, I can guide you to figure it out with your partner, which is always going to be, listen, maybe based on how you say it, your tone was off, go back and talk to him again. And because I know my friend, sometimes she'll come to me and she say, and, and you know, he did this and I said this and I said, you said that, but is that really how you said it? Because I know you. So it may not be what you said, but it was in how you said it. Go back and talk to him again. Right. You know what I mean? I am not trying to solve your problem for you to fix it. I ain't no therapist. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's more a direction than anything else. But some, some friends are trying to solve it. And it's an ego-driven thing where they want to say, see, I told you so. Right. He was wrong. And I did tell her this from a long time. I'm not trying to do any of that. I want my friend's marriage to flourish. And I'm always over here on the side, like, girl, fix it. Just go talk to the man. That kind of thing. Thank you, Kalisha. I think someone else wanted to say something. I'm going to have that person, whoever opened their mic, go right ahead. And then we're going to take a quick break. I had opened my mic to say, with that same example, maybe that person at work is that person. Okay. That's what I was meaning by, you know, whether it was a physical feeling that you want to be with this person or not. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I'm gathering, I think we need to take a deeper look. And I I, I noticed that this tonight's topic is a two part conversation. So, or tonight thing. Um, So we're going to talk more about emotional um, cheating because I think it's a thin line. It's really a thin line um, as to what can be viewed as emotional cheating versus just having a confidant, having a best friend, having a close relationship with someone, and there's absolutely nothing else but a friendship, right? Um, We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back to continue talking more about the science of cheating or not the signs. We're going to have some Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and John Legend. Everything is gone Yesterday I found out about you Even now just looking at you Feels wrong You say that you take it all back 
Just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us and don't forget to share the space. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts. Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. We heard Taylor Swift should should have said no Beyonce's irreplaceable and now we're listening to John Legend she don't have to know Tonight's conversation is all about cheating. We're wanting to know the science or not behind cheating. Why do people cheat? Before the break, we asked the question, do you think cheating is only about the physical interaction? And the answer to that question is no. We also started talking about emotional cheating. But now we're going to shift gears a little bit and let's talk about cheating for sex. What do you do? And this question is to the audience. What do you do if your partner's only reason for cheating is sex and before i ask before you answer i there's a comment um in the chat that stubborn had put in there earlier um i cheat when i get a chance just for fun interesting 
So back to the audience. What do you do if your partner's only reason for cheating is sex? If you don't want to open your mic, feel free to put it in the chat. I'll be happy to read the comments. Anybody wants to take that one? What do you mean by what do you do? What do you do? If you find that your partner's only reason for cheating is sex, do you walk away? Do you stay? Do you try to see what it is that they're getting out there that you're not doing? What do you do? Once again. That Miseto. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> what I say too. I like her. I like her. That's me. I'm sorry. That's my oh, MO. No. So I'm not mad at that. Nope. What did they you. say? I didn't hear it. She said bun fit bun. You give me you cheat on me, I'm gonna cheat right back on you. I I wouldn't. Oh I my god, I thought she so said join the fun. <laughs> I need to I need to fix my mic. <laughs> I was like, who is that? What's your number? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it right? No, seriously. No, I'm over. You're the, done. The is done. You're and done? I don't cheat and I don't want if you cheat on me, you don't want me, so we're done. There's no coming back from that. But I've never cheated either. I don't cheat, so I don't. I don't appreciate it. Damn, so sorry, I wish, I wish I one over here. That. Wish I could say the <laughs> same. So that um, I'm sorry. I'm, no, but um, it's probably worse. I'm a serial monogamous. What I used to do. If I don't like, if I see somebody else, I like. Peace out, next person. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. Is it cheating if whilst we're together, I saw somebody else and left with them? Is that cheating? Because if if Felicia. nothing happens, if but that's what I would do. Moments I do that. <laughs> but I think if nothing happens in the, while you're in a relationship, nothing. Not even um. Not in the emotional part. Like, you can mm -hmm. flirt because people flirt. I'm a Gemini. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Right. It happens every day with everybody. Flirting um, is exciting. Well, right. But it's, it's, it's a different than, like, having a, a deep, remote, remote, romantic, sorry, interaction or emotional bond. And then you move off from who you have. But if you have somebody and, it's, and you see somebody else, then you end that. Then you see how it would go with the other person. I don't think that's cheating. Thank God. But I'm willing to hear other people think about that. Yeah, I want to hear what everybody... Because I, I know who I am and I, I have my issues. But anyway, who's next? Who wants to go next? What would you do or what do you do if your partner's only reason for cheating is sex? Do you work on the relationship or do you turn in the chips and walk away? So... I've been cheated on once, but that was when I was like in my first year of college. So basically I'm still just, I'm just getting out of high school mm -hmm. and I got back with him and I don't know why, but it was never the same afterwards, you know, and, and, and I don't, I'm, I was never like a jealous type person or anything like that. I'm still not, mm -hmm. but I don't really know why I got back with him. I really don't know at that time, but I do have to say that I've cheated, mm -hmm. but for me, the relationship was over. I just didn't know how to basically say, you know, you need to kick rocks and get out of my apartment as as nice as i could <laughs> i'll give you tips it's really easy say give us 
some tips, Annette. Give us some tips. I think this relationship is over. Take care. Bye. <laughs> I tell you, so that is the reality check. <laughs> no skirting around. Is that easy, though? Ooh, I mean, that is easy. it? Because I just move yeah. on. Like, See, but that when you leave an open end and you have people still calling you and thinking that there's they can still get a get, get a foot in the door, no. but if you tell them right off the front, up front, like mm, you know, it's done. Don't make it pay, peter out. End it. Cut that cord. Like, but I'm I'm really cold. I guess. But Done's this done. this was a ten year relationship. Okay. What? Okay. So now, what do you do? That I know mm, that one. Yo, That's touchy. I'm you have a lot of feedback. Huh? Not ten years. said cheat back. That's me. That's me. That's me. I agree with Kalisha. That's and me. After you cheat back, I bet his ass will leave you alone. There you have it. But two for one deal. You get to cheat back. But, he leaves you alone. <laughs> yeah. But if you cheat back, you're ending the relationship. You're not expected to go back. Yeah, to so I don't want to have a conversation okay. with you to tell you that it's over because you get born and now you're eager bruise and you're gonna leave me the hell alone. I gone with my new man. Everybody happy. <laughs> Uh, but see, he didn't know. He didn't know. Oh, he didn't know. No. Oh. He didn't know. He did not know. Javed, you wasted a whole cheat session. Like, what's the funny thing? No, wait a minute. So, 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 no, no, no. When I say cheated, this wasn't no one time thing. This was like months before he found out. How did he find out, Javed? I finally told him. Oh, you told him. I finally you told, told him. him. You told him, Javette? Yeah. Javette, how at the you... at the same at the same time that I said you have to leave. Oh, okay. 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 All right. I just mean... said I I just I just said I just told him I found someone else. I mean, if I can be cheating with a person for how many months and we supposed to live together, something wrong there. Okay? <laughs> something wrong there. And that was one of the reasons why I unfortunately ended up doing that okay all right so i'll talk about me i'm so I'm... nobody want to hold on one second my dear <laughs> yeah, one second nobody want to say nobody want to say you know let's talk to the person let's see why he's doing what he's doing uh is it me is it the sex? Is it, you know, what's going on with you? Everybody just want to cheat back, huh? All right, go ahead. And in, 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 in all, Marlon, I was having conversations with him before it happened. Like, I need yeah. this from you, or I need for us to do this, or that, that, that. And it was just basically ignored. Okay. All right, well, you deserve what you get. So okay. I promise you this. I am the littlest person in the relationship if you cheat. I am not the big person. I'm going to come down to the dirt, kind of little. <laughs> and <I'll> cheat. <laughs> oh, be the bigger person. Why couldn't you talk? No, you knew you wanted to cheat. Why didn't you tell me that you had a problem before you cheated? Because what I'm going to do is you're going to have to draw first blood. And when you draw first blood, it's war. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so... My MO is similar to Kalisha, but not quite similar. Okay. If I am into you, if we have a relationship, and I've, I've told my husband this, if you cheat on me, I'm going to cheat right back on you. And then we're going to pick up the pieces and keep it moving forward <laughs> together. Okay. 
No, and this the reason I say that is because we're going to have a conversation. Something must have happened because he didn't just trip and fall over in the girl. No, he didn't. Something happened. Something led up to the intercourse, the intimacy. And I want to know, is it me? And if it's me, what is it about me? Where, what am I not doing? What am I doing wrong? Is it because as we spoke about earlier, there can be an emotional attachment developed with this other person because I'm probably not carving out time with, for him. Or every time he's trying to have a conversation with me, I may not be paying attention or I seem disconnected or just dis not interested. So there could be factors that would cause him to go and cheat or it could be vice versa. It could be me cheating because there is something missing. But I want to know what it is and what's our level of commitment to each other? Where do we see ourselves? Do we see ourselves working through this? And picking up and moving on. Okay, let's pick it up and move on. But yeah, I'm a cheat back. I'm a cheat back. No. <laughs> Moments, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. So if you know you can't take it, don't do it. Because I, I'm built like a man in, in my mind, right? Where I can have sex with somebody and not have any emotional attachment to them whatsoever. I can walk right by you and act like I never saw you before in my life. So I guess that's why I can say that. Go ahead, Rosolo. Okay, because I was here checking cords to make sure you can hear me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't put me through that, please. Um, so I think you made a good point with saying it's how much you have vested in the relationship because I can say I, I have old role and, and new role. And old role is similar to Felicia and you where I just didn't care. But I was also back then a serial forgiver. I just thought of that. I was a serial forgiver. I used to forgive um, all the time when someone cheated on me. But then that made it worse because I was also the person that would go back and cheat. So it was this, this mess, this muck that I was in my mind. Um, now I'm the type of person that I would sit and have a conversation. However, I'm only having one conversation. You only have one chance, one, and it depends. It depends on how much I'm vested in the relationship. It's a, if it's something that I've been in in a few years and I'm vested, then I need to have an understanding before I tell you to get the hell out the door. But um, if it's something where, you know, we just started in a relationship, I really don't care. I, really, I, I just don't care anymore. I don't have the emotional... I don't know what the word. I just I'm barely hearing you. So yeah, you're, you're getting low. So I don't know. I don't know what's happening with the mic moments, and I tested. You still can't hear me. You have to talk a little louder. Go ahead. I'm talking as loud. I'm gonna change my mic. I'm gonna <laughs> mute and change my mic. Hold on. Talk into your phone. Or yeah, just just talk into your phone. Yeah. I'm in, I'm on mic, Miss Um Phyllis. I'm on mic. <laughs> so I'm gonna change it. Yeah. But it so. Is so it cheating? You, oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Marlon. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, because I'm going to send it to another direction. So you go, Marlon. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, you think I someone can be, uh, I can be in love with somebody and still cheat with my wife and say, I'm still be in love with my wife? Is it, how what am I trying to say now? Is that, do you think we all, have this gene in us where we are born like that, where um, 
you see somebody looking good or sexy, you're like, wow, I'd love to sleep with that girl, I'd love to sleep with that guy. Although you are married or in a relationship, is it? Do you do you think it's um? How much I'm trying to put it together, but I don't know how to put it together. But can uh, a man cheat and still love his partner? And still, still love his partner. Yeah. Yeah. Or yes. a woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, they can, and I think they can because having sex doesn't mean you're emotionally connected to the person. And I don't know if it's because I'm wired differently why I look at it that way. You can have sex with somebody and never be connected to them any other way. You have sex, you get up and you go back home to the person you're in love with. And yet people will say, but how can you say you're in love with the person, but you're sleeping with somebody else? Right? <laughs> okay. Just uh, go ahead, Ms. Javette. Let's see the twist you have on this thing here. Yeah, let's hear Javette's twist. So is it cheating if only one person is married? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I feel you were going down that road, Javette? I think cheating is cheating, period, whether the person is married or not married. As long as you're in a relationship. Right, I think it's cheating. You're stepping outside, although <clears throat> probably well, all of you are no going to say, there. "Ah, thank you, Monica." You're probably going to say, no "Shame ring, on me." So, Ask Monica what I know. always say: "You ain't, you ain't married. You still on the market, boo." <laughs> That's my view, which is wrong. When I hear I don't people, think say, it's wrong. when people, say, oh, that's yeah, my man. Um, are you married? No. Well, it ain't your man. He's still up for grabs. Is that your woman? No. Well, she ain't your woman. You're not married. She ain't your woman. She's still up for grabs. That's how I look at it. And it's probably wrong. Yeah, it's probably a wrong way to look at it. Um, But it's my outlook. <laughs> but technically, Javette, to, to be quite frank, um, if you're in a relationship, whether you're married or not, you're involved with someone, and you go and you sleep with somebody else. Yes, it is technically. It is cheating. It is. And is it cheating if you're not receiving your sexual pleasures from your partner? Like your partner refuse? It is still cheating. To pleasure you. It's still cheating, Javette. <laughs> anyway, you slice and dice it. It's cheating. It is. So... Yeah. Okay, I'll leave it for another time. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. Rosola, uh, I'm sorry, Mara. Rosola, did you get, did you switch? I did switch. Can you hear me? Oh, Lord, yes, girl. Go right Oh, my on. God, I don't even have to strain my ears. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I don't even understand. You guys, I try and ask moments. We tested it and everything. I do. I have no idea. I literally want to throw it through the window right now, but... um. <laughs> Um, I don't remember what I was saying was you were saying about how much you had vested in the relationship. And I know right. that when I was, when I was younger and I was just crazy, I didn't care. Right. But the, the thing with me is I was a serial forgiver. I would always forgive people for doing certain things, forgive you for cheating and why, and, you know, go through this whole emotional draining, but I would cheat as well. Right. 
because I would give you tit for tat, but I had to go through the emotional piece as well. Very broken. But now, um, I don't, I wouldn't put myself through that. I, I, if it's, it depends on how vested I am, as I said before. So if I'm in a long-term relationship and you cheat, I'm going to probably want a better understanding of why. So, you know, if there's anything I need to do within myself, then I would, but you still have to go through the door. I just need to know why before you go through the door. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to do that. I just want you, I just need to have an understanding and then you can go ahead and leave. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to cheat. And I don't want anyone that's going to cheat on me. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you will go through the door. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. No matter how much you love the person, you're going to push them through the door and how much they love you. It, the moments, let me tell you something. There's serial <laughs> cheaters out there. There's serial cheaters out there, and there's just certain people that you're not going to be able to please. It's just in them. The last okay. person I was with is a serial cheater. There's there's nothing I could possibly do to please that person, and that's something that I need to understand. Right. And that's something that we as women need to understand, or men need to understand. That if there's nothing you can do, mm -hmm. you can beg and plead and ask and cheat your vagina into an ocean. You understand what I'm saying? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Okay. Set part, part part ways and 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 find. There's just no way that I can have someone here that's going to continuously have you know inappropriate conversations and relationships. It's just not necessary. So go and be with who you want to be with. All right. Or go be on the streets. Yeah. Okay. So scientificamerican.com states participants' satisfaction with sex differed depending on the reason for their affair. People reported feeling more sexually fulfilled when they cheated because of desire, lack of love, or a need for variety. I think the need for variety is the serial part, right? Um, those who cited a situation as the primary cause were far less satisfied. Much of the sexual activity was limited to kissing, 86.7%, and cuddling, 72.9%. In fact, the study found that only half of the cheetahs reported having vaginal intercourse. The reason for the infidelity also greatly impacted its length. In some cases, the relationship was a brief tryst, while others were a longer and deeper attachment. Those who cheated because of anger, such as a wish to seek revenge, lack of love, or need for variety, had a longer affair. While those motivated by the situation, such as those who were drunk or overwhelmed and not thinking clearly, ended it earlier. Women also had a longer affair on average than men. In the end, only a third of participants ultimately admitted the cheating to their primary partner. Women were more inclined to fess up than men. Those who came clean were more likely to have cheated out of anger or neglect rather than sexual desire or variety. This suggests that their confession was possibly a form of retribution and a way to exact revenge instead of a way to clear their conscience. The participants who confessed were also more likely to form a committed relationship with the affair partner. While infidelity is typically a clandestine enterprise, some cheaters were less careful than others, perhaps intentionally. Those cheating because of lack of love went on more public dates and displayed more public affection toward their partner. PDA was also common for those seeking variety or looking to boost their self-esteem. 
On the other hand, situational cheaters were less inclined to cheat out in the open, perhaps because they hoped to return to their primary relationship without getting caught. Marlon, sounds familiar? Nope. Wow. Moment, stop putting all that nonsense out in the universe, please. I'm not putting nonsense. Okay, Javette. So you don't know our story then. You've never heard our story, right? <laughs> oh, Marlon and I met. <laughs> you right, took him from here. you you took him from somebody? And he took me from somebody too. Boop, 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 boop. We were both married to other people. It was supposed to be a one night stand. Okay, I will um <laughs> Drink some water and mind my business. Javette, you see what I'm telling you? Over in the corner, drinking water, <laughs> mind your business, listen and yeah. learn, girl. <laughs> yes, Javette. Yeah. But the thing is, so for <laughs> with me and Marlon, you would think that he wasn't married because we were all over the place like it was nothing. I wasn't living with my husband at the time. My ex-husband, I wasn't living with him. Um, but Marlon was living with his ex-wife. But you have to understand where we were mentally. We were married on paper, if you want to say that. But the in, emotional investment was not there the way it was supposed to be. Right? Um, yeah. You know, my ex was back in Jamaica. I'm here. Marlon was here. It was supposed to be a one night stand. We I, we didn't plan on anything being together twenty years later. We really didn't plan on that. Worked out for us. You know, I couldn't get rid of him. You know. All right, let's change the subject. <laughs> Marlon, I'm here to defend you. I was there. I'm here to defend you. It was a mutual couldn't get rid of. It was a mutual could not get rid of. They could not get rid of each other. Yep. That's what it was. So you need to say it like it is. Thank you, Ro. You're welcome. Love your moments. <laughs> That's that emotional cheating right there. That, that's our story and that's why a lot of i i'm I, i'm the last person to judge somebody on how their relationship started and i'm very honest about it a lot of people will say oh but i was so wrong wrong for who yeah and i'm not i i i can't judge anybody you know what they say about right you know when you point your finger three more pointing back at you okay yeah throwing stones at a glass house no 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 what i will say is this um is it the best way to go about doing it no but then again who is to know because we met i'll never forget we met our saturday it was raining we met hooked up the wednesday and then the following the following saturday he paid me not to go to work because he was like can i spend a day with you i'm like no boo i gotta work i ain't got time for you i need my money he's like no seriously take the day off i'm like are you gonna pay me what i would make he sure enough paid me and more whoop whoop 
That's new. You want to hear how mine ended? Go ahead. Or started? Go ahead. Met him on a Thursday, went out Friday, had the keys to his apartment Saturday. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. <laughs> Damn, it's just wow. I can't say what I want to say. That's that GPP right there. Yes, that's that GPS. <laughs> that's that GPS. You gave him that GPS. Yes, good. You know what? Smile. Yes. yes. Get the keys. Yes, yes. And Stop. and let me and let me just say. That's why I have a 24-year-old. <laughs> he was the he was the one that that I um finally was able to say, "Hey, dude, you need to go. Mm. You need to go." Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit about how we got started. I know I've spoken about it before on this platform. But yeah, that's how we started. Um, we've been judged on it. That's okay. We're still together 20 years later. Thicker than thieves. Can't Only God can judge you. Only, Only God. God. Yeah. And I believe it was meant to be. That's me. I honestly believe it was meant to be because it was though I met somebody I've known forever. That's how it was. And I think it was for both of us. It's like, oh my gosh, where the hell have you been all, our li- all my life? You know, even though we fought it, we fought it, we fought it. We came up with every reason why we should not be together. Every single reason under the sun we came up with. I went as far as, oh, I'm not going to leave my husband. He's like, oh, I'm not leaving my wife. But you can only fight it so much. You got to go where you got to be or where you need to be. I don't know. So worked out for us knock on wood thankfully 20 years later yep this year will be 20 years since i've known this man so is an affair really a relationship killer well from what was said earlier sounds as though it's a relationship killer for most people for most people scientific.com states ultimately the fate of the participants primary relationship depended less on the act itself and more on what motivated it cheating was more likely to end a relationship when it arose from anger lack of love low commitment or neglect and it was less likely to do so when the infidelity was circumstantial surprisingly only one in five 20 percent of relationships ended because of the affair the same number of couples 21.8 percent stayed together despite their primary partner finding out while slightly more 28.3 percent stayed together without their partner discovering their infidelity the remaining relationships broke up for non-cheating reasons rarely did infidelity lead to a real relationship only one out of 10 of the affairs ultimately turned into a full-fledged commitment one of the preconceptions that turns out to be true yeah so we are one the one out of 10 but um what one out of 10 seems very low you think more um relationships work out from cheating Meaning, in, like, for example, for me and Marlon, our example. 
Well, meaning turning it into a marriage and a 20 year um, togetherness. What if it only lasted three years? Was that wrong or right? Could be right, the, but, guess, but this guess, could be the reason for the season. What, I was, I was right, say, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's what I. That's why I was thinking the one in ten was so low. Okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So now, were you gonna say something? I think I heard your. Voice. No, actually, no, you did. Um, I was thinking one out of ten sounds high to me, like because if you have an affair. And then it converts to a relationship. I didn't think that many people were able to work that out. One on, one in ten seemed. I know it said ten, so like there's no less than one in a in a whole number like that. But if they would say like one in fifty, I would feel like yeah, that's possible. But one in ten sounds high to me mm. because like you, you know, I mean, but I guess like you said, you said your vet does three years count. So maybe a year, maybe even four months. There's a relationship that worked out of that. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking now because I'm, I'm working it out in my head as I say it out loud. <laughs> that it doesn't have to be a long-term 20 and a half year marriage, you know? It yeah. could just be a four-month relationship. And that is a relationship regardless of the um the duration. Duration. Yeah, so, it, yeah. you're right. You're right, Sinead. It is a relationship. But I don't believe that an affair has to be a relationship killer, depending on the reason and your level of commitment to the person. That That's my feeling, right? Um, I know there are a lot of people who have cheated or have been cheated on and regret walking away from their relationships. They regret not having worked it out. Yeah. They, they, especially, I have found that a lot of women say that you know, they gave up on the relationship because of their friends, because of their family members telling them to leave the person. And then they end up being miserable. And the, them and their partner could have worked it out and moved forward. Right. And we're going to take another quick break. And when we return, it's in a days with Rose Solo and Marlon. And then we're going to continue talking some more about cheating. Here is some Blue Cantrell. Followed by TLC and Amy Winehouse. While he was scheming, I was scheming in the beamer, just scheming. Can't believe that I called my man cheating. So I found another way to make him pay for it all. So I went to Neiman Marcus on a shopping spree. And on the way, I grabbed Soleil and Mia. And as the cash box rang, I thought
If you're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club, follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. Coming up now, it is time for In a Days with Rose Solo and Marlon Relationship Advice. Rose Solo, are you ready to take it away? I am ready. I am ready. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Go right Perfect. ahead. Marlon, are you there? Marlon, are you ready? <sighs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead anyway. Our topic uh, tonight I, I on no, In A Day. I, I, no, I am no therapist, but I would give what I think is right. Cause, go ahead. But you are wise, Marlon. You are wise, and we trust your wisdom. <laughs> so here we go. Lengthy marriage now includes threats and ill will. I'm a 50-year-old man married for 25 years. My wife is older than me. In the beginning, it was great, but our relationship slowly started fall- failing. And now we argue about everything. I feel like I'm trapped in a cage. We don't have one single thing in common anymore. I want a happy life with or without her, but I see nothing but darkness around me. When I ask her for divorce, I get accused of cheating and threatened with paying her spousal support for the rest of my life. Marriage counseling doesn't seem to be an option. What should I do? Signed, wants to be free in Oregon, and this was courtesy of Dear Abby. Marlon, what say you? That's... (laughs) 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 Oh, weakish, no. Oh, gosh. That sounds like it came with my book. Um... (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um... You say she's 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 older than him. She's older than him. He's fifty. They've been married for twenty five years, and she's older than him. But it didn't say oh, old. No, what's, what's uh-uh. the difference? Huh. No, it didn't. But I what I just love to know what killed this spark, though. I mean, yeah, it's something something killed the spark. Um. Wow, I I don't know I don't know what to say. Because he wants but at this point he, he wants to leave, mm-hmm. but she don't want to let him go. Mm-hmm. Is she holding on to him because she thinks she can't find no one else, and it's just for security right now, or just to say she's still married? But I think if he wants to go, she she should let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, because if both of you are in a relationship and both of you are miserable, it don't make no sense. Well. He's miserable. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if she is. So he's miserable. So I think she should let him go mm-hmm. and let him go be with somebody else because at the time when they met, 
everything was on fire. Everybody was firing and the engine was well oiled. Now it's 25 <laughs> years later and, you know, he probably complaining because, but I would love to know the age difference, but he probably, she's going through possible menopause. She probably not as spunky as she used to be. And he probably trying to go, go, I think, I personally think he's trying to go younger. And I personally think he probably have, already have somebody else. But if she she needs to let him go. Let him go. That's let him go do his thing. Um, that's the bottom line. Let him go. That's if you want, and stop, you know, all the money and all that stuff. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Just let him go. The threats. That's, the my, threats. that's my opinion. Right. She's threatening him to stay with. What's the point of threatening someone to stay with you? And then he, he uses this word darkness. That is that is a very profound word to use in a relationship when you, you're you're filled with you see nothing but darkness. I understand how that feels, and when you see nothing but darkness, you have to find your way into that light. So into no matter what she exactly. yeah, no matter what she threatens you with, and no matter what she's you know. So what if you have to pay her spouse's abort for the rest of your life? So you'll be in the light, and you won't be in the darkness anymore because the darkness is a really low and horrible place to be. So I agree with you. There's no threat in the world that's going to keep me in a bad relationship. There's no threat in the world. Trust me, I've been there. I've been there. (laughs) Me too. So I've been there. So Mm -hmm. um, being in a relationship where you don't want to be in, it's the worst thing can ever happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think she should. If you don't want to be there, he's he's already checked out. She let him go, um, and just let him go be, and she move on. I mean. Mm This, if if he's not the one for her, there's somebody out there for there's her. Um, there for her. So she she just let him go. That's my opinion. Anybody else want to chime in? I do. Go right ahead, Javette. <laughs> go right ahead. In all honesty, if she don't want to let him go, he can just, unfortunately, just go have another relationship. Move out. Uh, you know, get his own place. And just live his life. Unfortunately, he'll still be married. That's all. Yeah. I mean, they're late in life. Well, no, let me not say that because <laughs> I'm past the number that they're saying right now. And I'm, I'm yes, a baby. Yes. I'm yeah, a baby. Yeah. And I'm yeah. right there. He he's still have a lot of life left. Yeah. So if she don't want a divorce, move out. Yeah. Go live your life. But you just bad. unfortunately will still be married. But Javette, I don't think he wants to move out because he mentioned paying spousal support. So I think he doesn't want the ex- the double expense. So he's going to stay there hoping that she's going to say, you know what? Okay, it's over. I think mm-hmm. the money is his problem. I don't know. So he has to figure it out. He's going to go by his income and whatever he's earning. So he's not like they're going to make him even broke, right? Mm-hmm. Or am I completely wrong about spousal support? It's like what you can afford, right? So, but I'm not and sure it, how it works, um, Sinet. But what I do know of it, Sinet, is that as long as she doesn't remarry, he'll have to maintain her. Well, he, he has to maintain her. His freedom and his, his um, for him to be out of that dark place, just like Rosolo said, he needs to stop it. He doesn't need to walk out. You need to end mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Leave it. Because yeah. otherwise... I mean, he gave, he's given her his entire youth, 25 mm-hmm. to 50. Speak. Mm-hmm. 
his entire youth and she's unwilling to let go she's being selfish he, she's probably 30 or i mean so she got which is 30 year old is not even that old in my on i guess i'm in my late 40s now so i don't see those numbers as being that big mm-hmm. but if they, they got married when she was a little bit older than him and he's 25 i can't imagine being married at 25 i think it matched i was 33 25 you're still a baby in my honest so like 25 to 50 in a marriage where you're completely unhappy or you're now unhappy something's going on but i think you should end it i think you should leave paid support you gotta just figure a way out to budget better get some help in that department someone someone else and pay that and be done with it because it's 25 years i don't know what divorce rules are in oregon someone's talking today about california it's 50 percent regardless of what you got so oregon may be similar or you know that's that's the thing. That's what he said. I'm pretty sure that's what you said yeah, from Oregon. Oregon but yeah. um, okay, I was trying to pay attention to the details. But yeah, I think that's my advice would be to end it and and get ready to pay support for the rest of your life, or until she gets married, because she may get married again. That's true. But that know. support, I personally don't believe in that holly money stuff. I I don't think it's that's my this is my personal opinion i don't think it's fair to a man or a woman to pay somebody alimony when it's a possibility that person will never get married again or the person get as long as the person don't get married and not no one living in the house you're going to pay for the rest of your life it's like a child support yeah and i don't i don't i don't believe in that to taking care of somebody you're not the, with and, them. You know, I'm not with them, and you know they probably end up dating somebody else or sleeping outside of the house with somebody else, and I'm keeping giving them half of my money or whatever the the amount the judge says. So I that's I rather come and up no with children are meeting. involved, Marlon. Right? Am I right? No children are involved. Uh, I, I he didn't mention any children. Yeah, he didn't mention any children. I think so. I so he kill her then. Like put something in her drink so she goes away. And oh, thanks, oh, thanks, Sinead. A lifetime wow. movie. A lifetime movie. Thank you, Sinead. Thank you for the script. Wow. I think he would be able to wow. find another woman that he can live with and don't even have to worry about wow. that because wow. he's going not going to divorce wow. him. Yeah, he's just going to have to go because she, she. I think she knows he's miserable. She knows. But she wants the comfort. She wants the security. I think for her, this is my opinion. I think for her, it's just being able to say, I have a husband. I have someone looking after me. I am a, a, a kept woman. I think that's what it is. And a lot of women, unfortunately, will not release men for that very reason. They know there's no relationship, but they want to hold on to the man for the sake of show and tell. That's it. Let the man go. I think there's wealth involved here. I think he is a wealthy man. I don't know why I think that, but I think he's a wealthy man from him saying, um, for her not wanting him to leave, her being older, and now him saying that he doesn't want to pay that spousal Spousal support for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think And then... Go ahead, Ro. Finish. Oh, no, go ahead, Marlon. Go ahead. Can I no, ask I'm a question, if, Marlon and Ro? He's wealthy. Go ahead. Go what ahead. did they say something about marriage counseling not being an option? He said marriage counseling is not an option. Yeah. Why? No, no, no. They probably have done it before. She, don't she doesn't want, want it. it. She don't want to go. 
And he doesn't want to go. He wants a divorce. He's in a dark place. Leave, buddy, leave. Leave, leave. Don't, don't say anything. Leave. For a recap of the story, a replay. Oh, no. Oh, sure, sure, Kalisha. Go right ahead, um, Rose. Okay, quickly. So, quickly, it's a 50-year-old man. He's in a marriage for 25 years. His wife is older than him. In the beginning, um, the relationship uh, was great, but it slowly started failing over the years. And they argue about everything now. He feels like he's trapped in a cage. They don't have anything in common. He says that um, he wants he wants a happy life with or without her. But he's, he's in a very dark place. And it seems very dark around him. He's asked for a divorce. But when he asks for a divorce, he gets accused of cheating. And then she threatens him with having to pay her spousal support for the rest of, of his her life or his life. Um, he said marriage counseling is not an option. And then he asks what he should do. And this is a gentleman from Oregon. Yeah, I think story. I got it all. This is a true story. It was a to letter. To my understanding. It was a letter yeah. for Dear Abby. It was yeah. a letter for Dear Abby. She's the relationship expert. So she threatens him with spousal support. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question. If um, she cheat, does he have to pay that spousal support? My understanding, no, no. Georgia, no. From my understanding, Georgia, no, but I don't know about Oregon. That's the thing. The state, uh, state to state varies. China, yeah, state mom. to state varies. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say she doesn't have one? But she still likes. I, I believe this is a wealthy man. That's but the key to this. I don't know as well. I just think it's wealth. There's money involved. To understand, to answer his question, there's one way out, and that is a divorce. Or there's no other way. I agree. There is no other way. There. I mean, I one, you don't need her permission to get a divorce, so you don't even have to ask. You just need to file for divorce, whether she accepts it or not is irrelevant. Right. I don't know the rules in Oregon, but. 25 years you're going to have to come up out of pocket with something so he needs to wrap his mind around that mm -hmm. it really comes down to how much so he needs to get an attorney to try to see if he can pay her a lump sum instead of the monthly payments mm -hmm. and but there's no you can't have light and darkness in one place if it's dark <laughs> you have to go find the light and the only way to get the light is to divorce the woman and move on That's just my, question, my question is um is spousal support mandatory in a divorce? Um, so twenty-five years, but isn't doesn't isn't it relatable to what they've achieved in twenty-five years? Versus, is isn't the share in assets have to do with more to do with what they've achieved in twenty-five years versus him taking care of the person? continuously after separating it, it depends on what the lawyers negotiate O'Neill. it can there are a myriad of things that can go on in divorces right um you can have a lawyer who will give the woman everything and still demand that the man gives her spousal support to help her maintain the lifestyle that she cannot otherwise afford on her own because in their eyes they're saying well you you gave her you got her accustomed to a certain lifestyle and she needs to continue maintaining that in my eyes i think that's garbage i am going to be honest with you guys and be truthful i went to the same thing 
and I had to, I had to walk away from everything so I don't have to pay my ex-wife spousal support. So that's why I say that's garbage. Because when I went to court and 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 talking to the judge and everything, they wanted me to pay her all the money. And in my eyes, and I know this for a fact, not trying to say I'm the best person out there, but I did what I, what I supposed to do and I took care of her. And I know she would never find another man to take care of her the way I did. Um, was, was that perfect? No. So when we went to court, they wanted me to pay her money. And I told the judge no, because she's going to, I'll be paying her for the rest of my life. And that's not fair to me. So I told the judge I will sign over everything, every asset we have together. And if that would be okay for me to walk away if I do that. And that's what I did. And I walk away scot-free. I just had to choose. I had to make a decision right there and then. And I made a decision right there and then to walk away. So, so I guess. hold on one second, O'Neill. Miss Phyllis wrote in the chat, some gave us some information here. Alimony doesn't last forever. In some states, that favors men. For example, Georgia, Florida, Texas. It lasts for a short period of time. Thank you, Miss mm -hmm. Phyllis. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, O'Neill. I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm just about to say with, with stories like these, I guess that's why prenups become important. I guess some people is not for the prenups, but I guess prenups become important. Yeah. You know, honestly, I heard that the other day someone was talking about marriage and she was like, we need to make that, when I was talking about the California thing, she was saying, we need to make that more commonplace. Like, mm -hmm. it shouldn't just be for the wealthy. And it doesn't have to be for the wealthy. If you have assets going into a marriage, it may be a good idea for you to have a prenup signed. Mm -hmm. And it, it, and talk about it from before. Don't make it a surprise. Like, hey, we're going to get married tomorrow, but you got to sign this, this prenup. Have a discussion. Yeah. If you have assets and your partner knows you have assets and they realize that, if they want to take your assets when, when and if you separate, maybe that's not the partner you need to have. So I agree with that part. Absolutely. People need to be more forthcoming and upfront with what they have and what they want to keep. That's yeah. Boy, the, um, the, 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 the divorcing is tricky. I, for one, don't support extended alimony. Let me say extended. Mm -hmm. Because in the structure, <laughs> sometimes the other partner. And we're having a discussion, and it seems one way because more times than not, it's the man who has to come up out of pocket. But there are instances where the woman is the one who have to pay enough money in one um, well-known instance. Ah, yes. That has to pay. It's just a partner that comes in with or happened to have made the most money or whatever. But it's not black and white. I don't support extended alimony. I, I believe in a lump sum payment like what Marlon did. Get, get it over with and done. But in assessing it sometimes, I'll say that it's more than just what the parties earn together. Because how the court go about quantifying what your your contribution to the marriage is not just about the physical assets, it's the emotional and spiritual <laughs> It really is because there was a time when a lot of when divorces were happening, a lot of men went on went black and white on paper. You know, it's this thing that they say, Oh, you weren't in the gym with me shooting, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And they say, Oh, when I was out working, you were just home taking care of the kids. And then the, the judges had to change it to be like, nah, but that's not how we quantify your contribution to the relationship. 
if the person is a stay-at-home mom or in this in, in today's society a stay-at-home husband they are contributing to the development of the relationship as well because while they were taking care of the home you were out there working because if they didn't take care of this you couldn't do this and then their contribution that has to count for something yeah. right in i don't know about the states in america but i know in jamaica alimony rarely if ever go on forever it doesn't the court will allow it for an ex for a period of time but then they usually expect the other party they give you sometimes a sum of money plus the alimony, money and that sum of money is to use to get you back on your own right which is either you're going to go back to school you're going to get to start a business or something and they tell you listen you're going to get early money for three years starting today and at the end of march 20 whatever it is done by then you're on your own and i support that because again relationships are not black and white yeah i think and if, i'm sorry go ahead Kalisha. I'm no, sorry. I just say in his case 25 years uh you're gonna have to pay something there is no way you're coming out of that without giving up something it's, it's a lot of years that the person, I'm sure, irrespective of how he feels now, there must have been good times that they had within that time. I don't support the argument that you're supposed to maintain a woman or a man in the very small moments um, to, to live a certain lifestyle that they cannot afford on their own anymore. It's unfair exactly. to the person. But it's, it's, it's but complicated. But here's the other thing to it too, Kalisha. If I am divorced from you, I don't want to be tied to you. And having to pay alimony, it's tying me to you. Yeah. It's tying me back to you. I don't want that. Let me go. Let me be free. Go ahead, O'Neill. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, as, uh, as I just say, I, I mean, an assessment of, uh, oh, I think this is what I was going to say. So the 25 years, he has to pay something. Mm -hmm. um, the, so is it is it is it that the man and I, and so I understand the whole thing of man being provider and protector. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that. But in this case, is it that the man is wealthier? He has more assets. He has a, he has a, 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 he's more accomplished in his career. His career. It didn't say what his career was, right? No, Ro Rosolo. It doesn't say, right? It just. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, it doesn't say anything about his career. Um, that was just my assumption. Um, right. So the point is, um, I'm just trying to figure out because I know I think California, and I don't know what divorce is, but I, I I know someone who lived there. If if a female earns more then she's the one that pays child support to the man. Or I don't know if it's a similar case with alimony. I know California have a little twist to the earning power of the woman versus the man and who pays who based on who earns more. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, how do you assess? How do you, I mean, the greatest person to evade all of this was Donald Trump. <laughs> He valued himself at one dollar when he left Ivanka. She had nothing to get. You mean Ivana? Ivana, <laughs> such a name? Right. Yeah. So rest in peace. But remember that famous divorce when she was leaving and he went bankrupt and all he had in his name was one dollar? Mm. Then there's nothing to pay. Say. But I, I think back to this man, though, wanting to know what he should do. 
I agree with what everybody else has said. He just needs to get up and walk away. Stop holding on to whatever is keeping you there. It sounds to me as though he's being tied to material things and not wanting to let go of things. But, and to Kalisha's point, you're going to have to pay something. So you know what? Sit down with your attorney and say, hey, listen, this is what I can afford to separate from. Give her this, I take that, and let's get keep it moving because she's so, not giving me the divorce, but I need out. I, I'll say this, and I'm going to maybe look at it from a different angle, perspective. Um. It sounds to me like that man, maybe all he has from an asset perspective or as a foundation is tied up in that relationship and he's going to lose it. And it's very easy to say, don't get tied up to material things, but then it, it's also another thing to be homeless. It's also another thing that you have spent 25, 25 years building something up and then he's how old now? He's 50? 50. It's he's not, still it's, young. It's, hey, listen, it's not easy to start over at 50. So, O'Neill, is it worth the, the, the lack of peace in your life? Is it really worth it? What is uh, your peace cost? What is your no, peace no, no. So I get it. You know? No, so I, get, so I guess the balance is... So, I, my brother was in 50 when he got divorced, but mm -hmm. he had to walk away and leave the house he, he bought and built. Um, he had to walk away. All he walked away with was was one vehicle, and then, I mean, he he has rebuilt his life. He was younger, and I'm just looking at what he went through, mm -hmm. right? And I'm also at at fifty. Depending on what he has to lose at that stage, maybe also depending on, um what he has because if he's if he's if he's if he's accomplished and he has a career he can start over mm -hmm. and there's not enough information for me to assess what he's really giving up because sometimes it's just a fear sometimes it's more than it's, it's easy to say walk away for peace but it's also very difficult for you know i've been to oregon there's a lot of homeless people there that don't live anywhere <laughs> <laughs> Moments, can I say something really quick? Yeah, go ahead, Rosolo. Hold on, O'Neill. Go ahead, Rosolo. No, O'Neill, if you're finished, no, as, as, as long as O'Neill is finished. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying, I think, I'm just saying, I was just trying to make the point that maybe materially what he's going to leave, he has to give up, may mean him literally being homeless. Mm. And maybe that is his fear. How do I. Because maybe this, obviously this woman is not going to be already threatened. Spousal support and stuff, which shows me that she has a big stick and she's going to take him to, to the, the bag. Yeah. Exactly. And I think his fear is, how do I give up everything and start all over at 50? I think that is his fear. That's that what I think. Okay. All right. Thank you, O'Neill. Go ahead, Rosolo. I was going to speak to what O'Neill said about the fear of leaving, especially at that age. And um, I will say this. Still to the point where he he's feeling that darkness. I feel he needs to get out of the darkness. I was there. I understand. And moments and mama can tell you that I made the big leap. And when I asked for my divorce, I was tarnished. I mean, I was attacked. I literally physically attacked in public. I never went back into the home. I became a bad mom. Our lawyers were friends. It was a debacle. I couldn't even write a lifetime series 
to to that would would match my story. And I'm moments notice for as facts. Mm-hmm. But three years later, with literally I was a stay at home mom at the time. I'd stopped my career. I was home with my kids, so I was not working. I had no income. And he left me with nothing. <laughs> uh, I got a, a lump sum, and because of COVID, all you know, the interest just so nothing. Basically, whatever I had, I took and I started rebuilding. And three years later, being out of that darkness and 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 being from under that control, and I would rather this moment right now, everything I went through, O'Neill, and I was nearly homeless. Thank God for friends and God and guidance. I was nearly homeless, and thank I would do it. Again, I would not change a single thing. At some point, you have to choose yourself and you have to choose your life and your happiness. You cannot live in darkness. That is not how you're meant to live. Yeah. And I'll land right there for time's sake, but that's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hold on to the man. And it's funny that Rosola said that because Marlon walked away from everything, gave up a house, gave up vehicle, gave up land, mm-hmm. walked away. <laughs> I think the carrot was prettier for Kamala. No, <laughs> you know what? Well, I never have any carrot, so you know. Kamala, well, uh, the carrot. No, was... but Anil, it, we started over from nothing, from yeah. zilch, zero. The ground zero was us. We started did, over. Did, and the, the point, though, I, I'll say this. To what I'll say is, and I, it's funny I was saying this to my brother since evening, that the woman in your life, I'm speaking from a man's perspective, I think it happens both ways for male and female. But the most important asset in your life is the woman you're with. It's, it's Trust me, it determines a whole lot. So chances are the support system and the connection and that person that you have in your life, if you have the right woman in your life, you can bounce back from anything. Um, so there, there, there's a you know, and I'm speaking from a man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if that 50 year old man already had somebody quarterbacking a woman in his life outside of the one that's there that he needs to leave, chances are he wouldn't be asking the question. He'd be maybe willing to walk away, leave even more than what she has. Um, it's 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 everything is to me is really about what this, the other elements that we don't know in this scenario that sometimes shape the narrative. And I get it, Rosala. Um, your your walking away was maybe emotional peace was maybe the biggest thing for you, um, and it is for men too. But I me, the older man gets, I believe, it's it's financial stability and 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 it rough. Age, <laughs> just, age just, lot, yeah, it's rough. Well, you I, get I, I, you, you lose that drive, right? On your... No man, it rough for a man. <laughs> yeah, man. A certain age, we're not gonna lie. It's rough. <laughs> rough. Everything is against you at that point. I tell you, yeah, not you know, everything yeah. is against you. At that point, because somebody meets you at 50 and, okay, all right, I understand you're going to divorce, but you start from scratch. <laughs> you start from you at 50. You know? Right, I get you. I, I see what you're it's, saying. It's and a that totally makes sense. different conversation. Yeah. 
at that age than if you were 30 or late 20s or early 30s. And a woman said, okay, my potential. Uh, 50? Old man? <laughs> I don't but, but, care but, what you took but, but, you for. But remember, though, this man, he wants a divorce. He wants to start over. So Well, he should just obviously. do it. I'm just saying. So I if think he, has he, a... he should just do it. I mean, cause yeah, he, he wants I understand she don't want to give it to him, but he wants it. So he should just do it. Yeah, if, I mean, uh, if he if he wants it, he he needs to put on him big man drop up in boots. Yeah, and the big drag, yeah. do it right. But if he's going to be asking the question, it sounds to me that he has other fears. All right. That's it's all to me. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, do not go anywhere. Just hold your thoughts. I mean, I just got to do the wrap-up for the live radio feed, and we're going to continue the conversation in the after show. Please bear with me one moment. Thank you to everyone for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. This would not be possible without each of you. Of course, a huge thank you to the co-hosts, Sonette, Rosolo, and Marlon for joining me tonight. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZ Radio, the Quality Music Zone, and JohnNoRadio.com. Download the JohnNo Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O Radio, available in the Apple Store for iOS and Android in the Google Play Store. And here's what's coming up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. It's Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com, as well as right here on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. Tune in to DJ Trouble at 3 p.m. for Strictly Foundation on JanoRadio.com. And the Rosolo Show, hosted by our very own Rosolo, goes live at 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester. And right after the Rosolo Show, keep it locked. DJ Rookie takes over the airwaves on JanoRadio.com with Vibes Tuesday. So why did two or three? Thank you once again to all our listeners around the world who tuned in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to join us next week when we continue the conversation about cheating. We're going to talk a little bit more about emotional cheating as well as other interesting topics. Next week, Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern.
seconds ago Said you just got in the house It's hard to believe that you Are at home by yourself When I just heard the voice Ladies, 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 ladies and gentlemen Thank you Thanks for listening Thank you for listening Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24/7. We 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 hope you enjoyed the show. Bye bye. Thank you once again to the listeners on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com. See you next week. Have a wonderful night. Get some rest and please be safe. See you next week, 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday night. This was a Moments With Me media production.